Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Welcome back to this series on emotional intelligence and adversity. And I just want to say right at the front of this, you know, we're, we've been into this now about three episodes. Uh, emotional intelligence is a powerhouse in terms of your ability to navigate the rough waters that are ahead of us in this time and age. If you've never done a study on emotional intelligence, I would strongly urge you to do it. Matter of fact, just a couple of quick statistics. Those who are high performers rate in the 90th percentile of emotional intelligence scores. It's just a natural fit because it's not only how we behave and respond to adversity, which is what we're talking about now, but even just in everyday life, in our performance and our ability to perform at higher levels and to meet the needs of everyday pressures, okay? So if you if you don't know much about emotional intelligence, I would encourage you to stay on this podcast and listen all the way through, but also back up and listen from the front because I'm... To start this all out, I want to make sure everybody knows what the elements are. And yes, there are two books out on. I've mentioned them a couple of times. I'll mention them again. One of them is by Travis Bradbury. The other one is Daniel Goleman. They're both excellent books on emotional intelligence if you want to do a deep dive. I know they're also available on audio if you want to take that route. But um, I'm on the fifth element. So I want to go ahead and get through this so we can start with some tactics of applying emotional intelligence in times of adversity. So we've already covered uh, self-awareness, self-control, motivation, and empathy. Now I want to talk about social skills. This is the fifth and final one I'm going to share. So social skills is kind of an obvious one. In fact, when most people think of emotional intelligence, this is the one they think of. Oh, I get along well with people, they say. Yes, I am good at emotional intelligence. I manage people well. Well, that's only a small fraction of what emotional intelligence is. Um, And I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's not only how you treat others, but how you treat yourself. So very quickly, social skills, possessing and developing good interpersonal skills is paramount to success in your life and career. In today's always connected world, everyone has immediate access to technical knowledge. Thus, people skills are even more important now because you have to possess a higher EQ or emotional quotient, which is the scores of emotional intelligence, to better understand, empathize, and negotiate with others in a global economy. Um, so it's about being influential and skilled. It's about being persuasive, clear and intentional, intentional, good at verbal and nonverbal cues, empowering leadership, which inspires and creates loyalty within teams, um, initiating and managing changes smoothly and effectively. So not being freaked out when there's changes you have to make, understanding and negotiating, resolving conflicts. I mean, this is pretty deep. There's so many layers to emotional intelligence, uninhibited in social, social circles, and the wisdom to nurture key relationships, instrumental in creating collaboration and cooperation towards shared goals, and then finally, creating group synergy and strong teams. These are all attributes and definitions of what social skills are. So if you don't know exactly where you rate, I have an emotional intelligence quiz or test online. It only takes about six minutes to do it. If you want to go to ipvconsulting.com, And then look under the resources and you'll find quizzes. 
and there is an online emotional intelligence test so you can take the test and find out where you score and that's anywhere in the world um, it'll give you the, a clear idea of where you stand in those five elements of emotional intelligence um, I mentioned the books already, but there's also some uh, some other information out there for you. There's one by Dev Patnak, which is Wired to Care, How Companies Prosper When They Create Widespread Empathy. Um, and and then there's some, some great YouTube videos out on emotional intelligence. All right, well, let's now dive into the next section of this, and which is on the tactics. The first one I want to talk to you about is to understand what triggers you. All right? in advance of a stressful situation, and during quiet time. Take time to write down and understand what your top stressors are. Connect them to people, to events, to situations, to circumstances, and then strategically decide how you can respond. Come up with a cognitive and behavioral way to refocus your energy whenever you're triggered. You see, when you decide something in advance, it's a lot easier for you to cope with it when it happens. Because you'll remember, I decided this at this time. And this is true whether you're dieting, you know, whether you're trying to cut back on sugar consumption, maybe cut up, cut back on your coffee or your alcohol consumption, or maybe your TV watching, whatever it is. Once you make that decision, it's easier then to start to become more self-aware of when that's going to happen and, he's, and that it's going to trigger you. Behaviorally means removing yourself or breathing deeply. Okay, so cognitively is refocusing or reframing and replacing your anxious or angry thoughts with a logical response. Now, how do you do that? When you're in the heat of the moment, man, that can be hard. I mean, you got things pressing in on you on all sides and you are already upset. You may already be dealing with anxiety. How do you do that? Well, it takes practice. Just like any other muscle, you have to practice it. But it has to start with identifying what you need to practice and when you need to practice it. That's the only way you're going to lick this thing, okay? So I've taught before cognitive restructuring, a quick review of that, and then we're going to have to go ahead and sign off today is whenever you think of something that makes you anxious or, or, uh, or concerned, one of your triggers, write it down. In the next column, write down how it makes you feel. In the next column, so column three, write down an objective viewpoint about it. In other words, take yourself out of your own skin, look at it, and decide, hey, what would be a logical observation of this situation? And be very objective, very objective. And then in that fourth and final column, write out your response in a positive light. All right? And that's something that you can practice in writing often and eventually be able to do just automatically. All right, this is Michelle Stoffes. Your journey to greatness, your routine, getting us through the first trigger. We have many more for you to go, so I hope you stay tuned. And also share this with those who may benefit from it. Have an amazing day. Keep reaching higher.